Here are the steps for a related rates problem. Zero, I like to add in, identify what's given and what you want using symbols. Now we did this in the problem already, but I want to write it all out here. So we're given dz dt equals 5 miles per second and dx dt equals 2 miles per second and these are both positive because x and z are both increasing over time so 5 miles per second positive and 2 miles per second for dx dt we're also what we want to find we need to write down find the other rate of change dy dt but it's not just dy dt at any time it's find dy dt when the distance from launch is 500 miles and the altitude y is 400 miles dz dt is 5 miles per second dx dt is 2 miles per second find dy dt when z is 5 miles and y is 500 miles and y is 400 miles now the important thing to make sure of is that all our rates and distances are being measured with the same units miles per second miles per second miles miles so when i find dy dt that's going to be in miles per second as well the next step Determine an equation that relates the variables whose rates you are given or need. So remember, we already had this formula, but we need something that relates x, y, and z. Because this situation is represented by a right triangle, we can use the Pythagorean formula. So we have x squared plus y squared equals z squared. So that's the formula we're going to use, the equation that relates all the variables. And then the next step would be to differentiate with respect to time. Now you might have done some of this in a previous section when you looked at implicit differentiation. We're going to differentiate term by term with respect to time. So that means the derivative of x squared would be 2x if I were differentiating with respect to x, because it would be 2x dx dx, right? But now I'm differentiating with respect to time, t. So I have to write 2x dx dt plus the derivative of y squared with respect to time 2y but then you say I'm differentiating y with respect to t so 2y dy dt equals the derivative of z squared 2z dz dt this part usually um, is pretty straightforward for us. I think the hardest part with these problems is the first getting the idea of it and understanding what it means, this rate of change, and getting the formula set up. And then also the next part is going to be sometimes difficult because you have to put everything together and you might not always be given all the information you need. The final step in these related rates problems is to substitute the numerical data into the differentiated formula and solve for whatever it is you're looking for. So I rewrote the differentiated formula. This should already be in your paper. 2x dx dt plus 2y dy dt equals 2z dz dt. Now what have we been given? Do we have x? Oh, right off the bat, 
I realized that they gave me y and z, but they didn't give me x. They did give me dx dt, right? That's 2 miles per second. y they gave is 400 miles. dy dt is what I'm looking for, so I'll underline that in red. And z was given, that was 500 miles, and dz dt was 5 miles per second. So the thing that I need to get myself is x. Now you might think, well, they didn't give me x, how can I just make it up? And the answer is no, we can't just make up numbers. But we do have the relationship x squared plus y squared equals z squared, don't we? If we're given y and z, then we can use them to find x, can't we? So if I'm, I need to use that to find x. So I'm going to find x using the Pythagorean formula. So x squared plus y squared, and y squared is 400 squared, equals z squared, 500 squared. So when I simplify, I have x squared is 5 squared is 25, and when I square 100, I get four zeros, right? So I have 250,000. And then if I subtract 400 squared, that's 16 with four zeros. So that means x squared equals 25 with four zeros minus 16 with four zeros. And what's that? 9 with four zeros? So I have x squared is 9d thousand. So that means x is the square root of 90,000. And the square root of 9 is 3. And the square root of 100 is 10. So if you have the square root of 100 times 100, actually you just have 100, right? The square root of 100 times itself is just 100. So I have 100 times 3, or 300 miles. So the range is 300 miles, the altitude is 400 miles, and the distance from launch is 500 miles. Three, four, five might sound familiar. I'm making a little contrived, aren't I, so that it, the numbers work more easily. So x is 300 miles. Now I'm going to be able to substitute that in to my differentiated formula. Now, ideally you would be doing this somewhere on scratch paper, so you would have it for yourself. I'm going to have to erase this so I can continue down with this problem. So I have x is 300. Substituting in everything that I've been given, I have 2 times 300 times dx dt is 2 miles per second. I'll leave out the miles per second. Actually, I'm going to rewrite this whole thing with space above. So I have 2 times 300 times dx dt. 2 miles per second, and then plus another 2. y is 400 miles times what I'm looking for, dy dt, equals 2 times z is 500 miles times dz dt, which was given at 5 miles per second. So this is good. I've got everything has a number except for the rate that I'm looking for, the change in altitude with respect to time. So now if I simplify all this, I'm going to have 
4 times 3 is 1,200, plus 800 dy dt equals 5 times 2 is 10, times 5 is 50, with two more zeros. So I have dy dt. Now it's not so bad, right? Even though I have a bunch of zeros, at least, you know, it's easy to do the arithmetic. So I have 800 dy dt. If I want to solve for dy dt, just like with implicit differentiation, I get the dy dt term by itself. And then I take 5,000 and I subtract the 1,200 from the other side. So 5,000 minus 1,200 is going to be the next step. And so I have dy dt equals 5,000 minus 1,200, 3,800, and then all over 800. So that reduces down. The zeros cancel, and I have 38 over 8. I can divide each of those by 2, and I have 19 fourths miles per second. Now, I just wrote miles per second because I've done enough of these problems and because I understand that this is a change in altitude with respect to time. And since everything else was measured in miles and seconds, I can assume miles per second. However, I do want to show you that it works. If you take the 300 that was given, that was in miles, right? And then times the 2, that was in miles per second. And then the 400 was also in miles. dy dt, I don't know what its units will be, but I'll figure them out. 500 was in miles, and 5 was in miles per second. So when I did the next step, I had 1,200, and it's actually square miles per second, because I multiplied miles times miles per second. And over here, the 5,000 was also in square miles per second. So, and this had miles, right? 800. So now when I subtract 1,200 from both sides, I'm subtracting 1,200 square miles per second. And so square miles per second are being subtracted from square miles per second. So that's very good. If they don't have the same units, then we have a problem. So the units are matching up still. So I have 3,800 is what I got by taking 5,000 minus 1,200. And that was in square miles per second. I'm just going to write it over here. And then I divided by the coefficient of dy dt, which was in miles. So I divided by miles. And so when you divide square miles by miles, you just get miles. And the per second is on the bottom. So the units actually worked from the very beginning. Miles squared per second over miles is miles per second. Now, usually things are going to work out just fine for you as long as you make sure that in the beginning all your all your quantities are in the same kind of units. So if it's a distance, it should be in miles. If one thing is in feet, then you want to make a conversion uh, or anything not that isn't miles. And same with the time. If, if one thing is in seconds, you want to make sure they're all in seconds or minutes or hours or years, whatever the time is being measured in. So I actually have my answer, 19 fourths miles per second, which is approximately, 4 goes into 19, 4 times with 3 left over. 4.75 miles per second. 
So 4.75 miles per second. So I'm going to go back to my drawing and just look at all of this for a minute. DZDT, the change in the distance from launch with respect to time, was 5 miles per second. DXDT, the change in the range, was 2 miles per second. The change in the range with respect to time was 2 miles per second. And now I found the YDT, the change in the altitude over time, how high up the shuttle is going at this moment in time. It's going at a rate of 4.75 miles per second. Now I mentioned I made this have a very steep angle, launch angle here. Five miles per second is how quickly this is changing. Y is changing at 4.75 miles per second. So not as fast as Z is changing, but almost as fast, right? Just off by a quarter of a mile per second. Whereas the range is only changing at two miles per second, relatively speaking. So it does make sense that the altitude is changing a lot faster than the range is, right? More than twice as fast as the range is changing. At that moment in time, at that moment when Z is 500, Y is 400, and we found out X was 300 miles.